the Big Sky Breakdown, Coulter Nuanas. As always, you can find this podcast out on sportsmt.com. Coming to you from the ESPN Missoula studios, it's September 23rd. The Montana Grizzlies coming off a 47-27 win over Monmouth. Just got back from the UM press conference featuring Bobby Houck, head coach for the Grizzlies, as well as senior quarterback Dalton Sneed, this week's Big Sky Conference Offensive Player of the Week. Sneed was 20 of 30, excuse me, 30 for 40 for 333 yards, four touchdowns on the way to his Big Sky Player of the Week. Malik Flowers, also the Big Sky Special Teams Player of the Week. He took a kick 100 yards for a touchdown in Montana's latest victory. First time since 2013, the Grizzlies have had two weekly award winners in the same week. Back in 2013, safety Matt Hermanson and wide receiver Ellis Henderson were the two award winners. In Montana now, they take a 3-1 record into Big Sky Conference play. The Grizz hit the road to play at UC Davis. Davis lost 27-16. They were down 2016 with about 3.45 to go against number one North Dakota State in Fargo. Uh, good effort by Davis, but not quite enough. And now they have to play the number 18 team in the country in the Montana Grizzlies. This is the premier showdown in the Big Sky Conference this week. Stay tuned to Tutel Nuanas 102.9 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide on SWX Television. We will have Dan Hawkins, head coach for UC Davis, on our show, and it will also be archived right here at SkyOnSportsMT.com. This week we'll also hear from Bruce Barnum, as well, the head coach of Portland State, Tom Wishershill, Big Sky Conference Commissioner. Still waiting to hear back from Weber State, but plan on hearing from Jay Hill from Weber State as well. And then, of course, Bobby Houck, Jeff Choate, Everybody from around the Grizz and the Bobcats, Big Sky Conference play is rocking on. This Big Sky breakdown presented in part, Selway Armory. Selway Armory, locations in both Missoula and Bozeman, your Montana firearm superstores. Go check them out. Also presented by Town Pump Food Stores, Town Pump, Montana's best since 1953. No matter where you're at in Montana, there's a Town Pump Food Store near you. Here's Bobby Houck and Dalton Sneed as their Grizzlies prep for the Big Sky Conference opener for both them and number four, UC Davis. Hey, Coulter, Town Pump is across the state of Montana, just like Skyline Sports MT for that matter. Well, Skyline Sports across the globe, Tutel Nuanas across the state. Okay, back to Town Pump. I get it. All right. Seems like you can't turn anywhere in Montana without seeing a Town Pump. Like they say, there's one right down the road, and they got you covered no matter what you need. That's right. Gas and convenience stores, of course, the best and nicest convenience stores. Excellent bathrooms, I might add, which I appreciate very much at Town Pump. But also, if you're looking for a little leisure time, leisure activities, the casinos, the liquor stores, they have everything that you need. Great prices on beer and wine, all the snacks and food you could ever want. Town Pump Food Stores, Montana's best since 1953. They've got great players at every position. Uh, it starts with uh, with Mayor, quarterback. He's a, he's well documented what he can do. He's uh, a guy that doesn't get rattled. He just is a playmaker. He can throw the ball from all sorts of angles and he's very accurate just I've been impressed with him since he was a sophomore we played him down in San Diego um, Harold the wide receiver number two uh, thought he was a good player a year ago I think he's even better this year and I don't, I don't see them missing Keelan Doss at all with him um, Priest number 87 the tight end is a big target uh, he's a guy they like to throw to down in the red zone and DBs have a hard time defending him because of his size and his catching ability. And then Gilliam, the running back, is uh, uh, as good as anybody in the league, certainly. And, uh, you know, I think he coupled out with the offensive line that uh, is well coached and played really hard. Um, they're all, most of them are returning starters. Uh, you know, it's just a really complete offense. They have more offense than anybody I've ever seen. Um, and they, they do everything. So they're a hard prep. And then defensively, they're, we, 
we, we thought they were really good a year ago and they have a bunch of guys back. So we've got, uh, got a tall order this week against these guys. You mentioned all the stuff that UC Davis does offensively. How do, what do you think of just the ability of Jake Mayer to handle all that stuff? Because it seems like he's making so many of those calls at the line. Well, he's, he started three years for him. Anytime you're in a system for, for multiple years, starting quarterback, there's more that they can do, and they do, they do everything. Number 34, Teron Thomas. Seems like he provides a pretty good one-two punch with Gilliam. How do you think those two guys compare and contrast each other? They're good. I don't know that they contrast each other. Yeah. They're, they're both good players. Riley and I were just—I was showing him a couple clips of those guys. They're good. They've got—they've got good backs. Dan Hawkins has been a coach a long time and has kind of a unique philosophy yeah, the way he goes about it. Nice to be the young guy. So, but what is what 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 makes Hawkins sort of unique as a coach? Yeah, we'll send it direct to him. Uh, what what makes what he does and kind of the program that he's really built at UC Davis unique? Well, they have, they have a couple things. One, they have a real experienced staff, so they, they know how to get them lined up. And then uh, Hawks had his way of doing things for for a long time. It's evolved here and there, but you know he has certain beliefs. He's a football guy through and through. He loves the game, and uh, <coughs> excuse me, his his uh, his approach is unique to him, and it's working really well at Davis. Coach, you talked last week about it seems like it's the year of veteran offensive lines and senior quarterbacks, and you have another one coming up. And how tough is it dealing, you know, with a senior court that's you know a great senior quarterback who really is tough to fool? Yeah, it's. I mean, that's what it is. It's. It's. Uh, can't. Doesn't do any good to complain about it. But every week this this year so far, we've we've had a veteran quarterback, veteran offensive line, uh, and, and that's. It's hard. They, they're good. That's why they're still in there, and they've got experience. And there's, there's only one way to get good at playing football, and that's to play it. And when you're playing guys that have played a lot of ball, uh, in particular at the quarterback position, they're hard to stop. And certainly with uh, with UC Davis, that's the case. What's the general scout on Davis's defense? What do you see him doing schematically? They're pretty multiple. They're not afraid to man you. Uh, in fact, I think that's their preference. Good, good DBs. They have some guys that can get there, um, and so they don't have to cover too long. So um, again, that's that's kind of them. They they go after you. What have you thought of the creativity of, of Tim Rosenbaugh and your guys' offensive staff so far? Say it again. The creativity of, of Tim Rosenbaugh and your guys' offensive play calling so far. It seems like there's been just a lot of diversity in what you guys have been running so far. Yeah, we're, we're moving the ball. Um, I think we have enough. Uh, Basics and meat and potatoes that we can hang our hat on to. So it's always good to mix some other things in. Uh, certainly, you have to be able to run it, go get first downs when it's time to do that. And I think we're doing both. We talked about every game being a big game, obviously, but starting conference play against a team like this, how big is this and how big of a test is it for the team? Well, it's our, our first conference game, so it's huge. Um, you know, beyond that, Got a whole bunch more coming up, so it's it's this week's game, and our philosophy is it's the biggest game in the country because it's the one we're playing in. Have you have you coached at Davis before? Yeah, we did. I don't remember which year. Years ago, first time I'm around. Almost as old as Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> that was your first time around here, though, right? Yeah. 
It was when they first went D1, Mike's I think. Went. Right. We had a play left. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry your thoughts on just beginning conference play. Um, just like Coach was saying, this is a huge game for us starting conference play, and we have a tough opponent with Davis, so there's no other another thing to it. So we're looking ready to get out there and play. What's the vibe like around the guys in the locker room at this point of the season? I think uh, the guys are happy where we're at, but we're still extremely hungry. I mean, this game obviously was looming for us um, for a year now, and then we've been sitting on it and we weren't happy with the result last year. So we're just looking forward to get out there and show what we can do. Obviously, you're focused on this UC Davis team compared to last year, but you had three interceptions in that game last year. Uh, do you think back on that or just try to focus on this year? Uh, absolutely. I mean, that involves every game we've played the past four games. I mean, the moral story there is take care of the football. When you take care of the football, you win games and put yourself in a good position. So um, that's the number one thing on my list and as the offensive as a whole is, is take care of the football. Dalton, obviously every game is its own game. You focus on that week. But is there a shift that happens when you go into conference play from, from just like, like you talked about the vibe or, or, or even the, the sort of seriousness maybe that you go about it with? No, I don't think so. I think our team does a great job of taking every game uh, for how big it is. It's the biggest game because we're playing in it. That's how our team's handled it, and uh, we take it one game at a time. Dalton, it was another big week for the passing game this past weekend, and kind of a, Roberts led the team receiving, but the tight ends had four touchdowns. Can you just talk about the weapons you have at your disposal in the pass game and how you feel with the amount of guys you can throw the ball to? It's everybody. I mean, everybody on our, on our uh, offense, I have 100% confidence in to make a play no matter where we're at. Um, and that shows. I mean, tight ends had a big week this past week. I mean, the game before that, you've got Sammy, Smory, the running backs. Everybody can do it um, when they're put in that position. So just happy for, like you're saying, all the weapons we have. I have to ask, uh, I know you've gotten a little flack for this already. After the Jerry touchdown in the fourth quarter, Cannon goes off. Broadcast has a great <laughs> shot of you reacting to that. I know you're getting ready to do a two-point conversion, but... Uh, My wife even talking about it. <laughs> I didn't see it. Oh, so what, <laughs> people have been making fun of you. What have you been saying about that one? What have you been telling people that have been asking you about that that clip that's man, been going around? It scared me. You should be. If you were down there, man, it was it was so loud. I thought I didn't know what was going on. I mean, I always try to prepare myself for it because it happens every time that we get in the end zone. But I think maybe it's because usually it goes off more on the sideline. Being that we were going for two, I was kind of locked down and we were trying to set the ball and, and get our formation set. Just, so is that a goal to get to get used to the cannon by the end of the yeah. year? Yeah. It's usually loud enough to not hear it. I just gotta remind these cues. Remember that cannons Bobby, uh, players of the week, obviously you got a long season ahead, but can you touch on Malik and uh, Dalton's performance this past week? Yeah, I think anytime you get some type of award it's good for the team and, and when you have individuals recognized, obviously there's a lot of people doing a lot of things right and you know we're always happy when players on our team are, are being recognized for something. Those guys obviously have good games. You guys waiting for Malik to break one? It seems like that was the narrative last year and broke one off and then breaks a 100-yard one here, and that was the biggest one in modern Grizz history, I guess. I guess in practice, uh, were you guys waiting for Malik oh, to break well, one big? Yeah, yeah I kind of said this <coughs> on Saturday. It's, go decades without getting a touchdown on, on a kickoff return or a punt return. And he, 
he's a good returner. We have numerous good returners. We kind of expect him to have a chance to do that. So it was good to see him finish the Coach Mitch Roberts had his biggest game as a Grizz. Was was his productivity a result maybe of the matchup, or is that something that you expect going forward that he's going to be you know as integral and as, as involved as he was Saturday? Well, he, he's been in the mix since spring. I mean, we felt uh, really good about Mitch's ability coming out of spring. It's competitive in that group to get on the field. Um, when the ball went to him on Saturday, he made plays. He was uh, great catching it, but he's also good to uh, moving the chains and get some tough yards after uh, after the catch, which was probably most impressive. One more. Dalton, when Malik has that kickoff return and then also the double pass touchdown from Samari in there to the tight end, does, does that give your guys, you know, even more uh, enthusiasm, excitement than just, you know, maybe your standard touchdown would because of the way that it happens and what it does to the crowd? Oh, absolutely. It makes it easy on the offense, you know. We don't even have to go out there. Malik took care of all the work for us, so... Uh, just happy to have a guy like Malik back there. And on the flip side with Jerry, part return when they can always have that uh, big play, big ability, and then makes it super easy on the offense. Golta, we know that in Montana there's a lot of hunters, a lot of gun enthusiasts, so you might as well shop local when you're looking for your next firearm or accessory, huh? Soy Army, they got the best prices around and the best service you'll find anywhere. As the guys over there will tell you, shop with Soy Army for a year, we guarantee you, you'll save some money. The other thing is they have great knowledge. There's a lot of questions that people have about the right styles and types to suit them and what it is that they're trying to do. And all the guys over at Selway Armory know their firearms and ammunition and accessories inside and out. With locations in both Missoula and Bozeman, Selway Armory has some specialty products as well, including full Sig Sauer inventory for your best in handguns and much, much more. Like Coulter said, two brick-and-mortar locations, one in Missoula, one in Bozeman, and also online, tremendous inventory there. They'll ship everything you want, selwayarmory.com.